May I have your attention, please? We are controlling transmission. There is nothing wrong. The horror crime. Whether it's a ghost, a spirit, or an entity, they all feed on it. That's the whispering, the footsteps, the feeling of another presence. You won't have a chance to change your minds later. Because there'll be no way to get out. We have such sights to show you. They will say that I have shed innocent blood. Nope. What's blood for? If not for shedding. Have you checked the children? Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Boogeyman's real. That is what I... They're coming to get you. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Horror Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and with me, as always, JT. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Dude, I'm We're frustrated. We've been having some major technical difficulties today. Man, we just spent an hour and a half trying to get this done. <laughs> it's because I am such a doofus. <laughs> nah, dude, it's, it oh, is what it is. Download this program. Uninstall that program. Why is it not working? Oh, the joys of just starting off. Yeah. Computer out the window. It's all good. We're here now, though. And this is uh, so here we are. Yeah, this is our uh, first official episode of 2019. Yay! Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. <laughs> and uh, we got to do an episode that you guys probably thought you wouldn't hear from us, but um, we're going to do an episode on UFOs and the alien. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, I know what you guys are thinking, right? Aliens. I thought this was a horror show. Well, we we are. And believe me, there are some alien stories that, if you really think about it, are quite terrifying, you know. I just want you I want you guys to think about it. Just imagine yourself. Ooh, you're I taking, to close my eyes and imagine. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> you're taking your nightly walk, you know. It's nice out, nice breeze, you're taking your walk. And um, all of a sudden, about halfway through your walk, you start feeling this like tingly sensation all through your body. You think someone's watching you or something. And you keep walking, thinking nothing of it. But then again, you really start to feel this like electricity going all through your body from your feet to your head. The hairs are standing up on the back of my neck. <laughs> and then all of a sudden... Boom, a big flash of light. Boom! Comes right over top of you. And you're gone. 
you wake up freezing, you're naked, laying on a freaking gurney, strapped down. Something hanging out of your... Oh, no, nah, you're dizzy. You know, you, you're kind of out of it. And then you see them come in the room and the real terror begins. Yeah. See, yeah. now if you think about that, just the way I look at it with as far as like UFOs and alien goes, as far as it being scary, you got no control. If it's real and if what a lot of people think is real, I mean, you really got no control. You really don't. It's 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 kind of weird because a lot of the stories that you you read about this, the people have actually lost time. Yep. Um, and they just remember fragments of it. Sometimes they don't remember anything. Um, but it's the time loss that kind of freaks you out. Yeah. Um, I was watching a uh, a story about a woman from the UK that her and her boyfriend were sitting outside. They were, you know, having drinks. They had, you know, just had dinner, having a good time. Um, something flew over the top of the house and, you know, she stood up to look at it and he said, well, I'm going to go inside and get us a couple drinks. And then he came back out and was like, where have you been? And she's like, what do you mean? Where have I been? I've been standing right here. And he's like, no, you've been gone for like 45 minutes. Wow. Yeah. And she was like, you're crazy. I've been standing in the same spot. I, That's I cool. haven't ever moved. That's crazy. And man. he's like, look at your watch because he uh, he's like, I've been looking for you for 45 minutes. I thought you just left. Wow. See, that's crazy. And I know there's a UFC fighter, um, <laughs> one of the best UFC fighters ever, George St. Pierre, GSP. Okay. And yeah. um there were people who gave him crap. He went on a Joe Rogan podcast and was talking about basically the same thing, how he was missing time. So he's always scared of aliens. And he's, that's what he said. And like, he, there's like spots where he's missing time, yeah. like an hour mm-hmm. or so, two hours, you know? But for me, he, the scary, like I said, the scariest part is not having control. I mean, think about it, you know, <clears throat> it's one thing for you to be, if there's, if you're in a, haunted house or something you can get out you can leave for the most part it's going to be at the house and you're done but in a situation like this there's nothing you can do right they right. got you they got you and they're going to do whatever they want and um for me that's the one of the most scariest things not having been able to have control of the situation you know what i mean yeah you know for me i'm just going to say this right out right off the bat um never been big into ufos yeah, and alien either. abductions or anything like that you know and and there's a lot of times i you know i look at these stories and i try to keep an open mind but it's like really dude or uh, you know it, what really happened there you know and of course these people they have no idea what happened to them um but they just you know they're just telling what they remember mm-hmm. and I honestly, I have have problems. I I don't know coming to terms with it sometimes. Now, while I'm talking about this, I I really want you guys to understand my point of view on aliens and UFOs. We are on this tiny planet in the middle of 
the Milky Way. Well, we're not in the middle of it. We're off yeah. on one <clears throat> band of, you know, out on one arm of the Milky Way. It would really be arrogant of me or anybody to think that we are the only life. intelligent life in yeah, the universe. Exactly. I, I just, I wholeheartedly believe, wholeheartedly believe that there is something out there. Have they been here? Probably. But why? Why Why yeah. would they come here? You yeah. know? Our civilization is not... If they are coming here, okay? I, I kind of want to get into this. If they are coming here, their civilization is way more advanced than ours. Yep. Because we would not... It, at this time in our intellectual being don't have the capacity to travel through that far, yeah. you know, intergalactic space. Yeah. I'm going to get a little scientific on you here just to throw some numbers out. Uh, I have been fa fascinated by outer space since I was a little kid. Um, in fact, when I was really young, I, when I grew up, I wanted to be an astronomer. It was always one of my favorite subjects in school. So I'm just going to throw a few numbers out at you that, or crazy. Okay, so do you know what the closest star is to the planet Earth? Well, as far as I, what? what go ahead. What okay. Well, the closest star to to the planet Earth is it's actually a cluster of stars, and it's called Alpha Centauri. It is four point six light years away from us. You think light year? Light year sounds. Like, okay. What I want you people to understand is, is light travels at a speed of 186,000 miles per second. Okay? So a light year is how long it would take an atom of light, how far it will travel in one year. If you put that in terms of mileage, and you can calculate it out, yeah, it comes to about 5.9 trillion miles. So that means that yeah. Alpha Centauri is 4.6 light yeah. years away. So you're talking 30 billion miles away. Trillion. Or, or I'm sorry, trillion. 30 yeah. trillion miles away. Or, you know, roughly. Yeah, roughly. Um, <clears throat> at, our, at our current technology, if we got in a rocket ship today and flew to Alpha Centauri... It would take us roughly 137,000 years to reach it. That's crazy. That's a big difference, a big distance to travel. And that's our nearest star. Yeah. You know? Um, now, we're not talking planets within our solar system. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We can get to those. Mm -hmm. But 137,000 years to get to the nearest star. Okay, well, we all know our sun is a star. There are stars out there that don't have any planets. There are stars that have planets. Okay, so if it takes us 137,000 years to travel to the nearest star, it's going to take them at least that to travel to us. At, at our, yeah. At our current technology. Yeah, yeah. Okay, our current technology is somewhere around 18,000 miles per hour is what we can fly through space. Now, I say that the, the Voyager is right now traveling about 32,000 miles per hour. But it is in D 
deep space mm-hmm. and it is unmanned and it's just going okay yeah. um the fastest ever recorded was 24,000 miles per hour and that was by Apollo 11 that went to the moon um and it was i don't want to say allegedly i don't want to say it was a <laughs> fluke but it was it it was just the highest speed that they reached you know, because yeah. of escape velocity and all of that. You know, we're not going to get real scientific here on this because um, <laughs> I could talk for hours about this stuff because I just find it fascinating. But but when you really think of it in terms of terms like that, these these beings, if they are coming to visit us, are super super advanced. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, in fact, the only way that they could really do it in our mind and our way of thinking. If you get into astrophysics and all this stuff, um, it, you know, we've proved through science that nothing travels faster than the speed of light. Well, if it takes light 4.6 years to get to Alpha Centauri, uh, yeah, we just cannot do it. Okay. So there are some theories out there that if they are coming to Earth, uh, they're doing it in ways that we don't, uh, kind of, that we don't know about. Uh, they suspect that, you know, there's possible wormholes that they're traveling through, that they can get through space faster. Um, maybe they have a way of creating these wormholes. Maybe they don't. One of the biggest and most interesting ones to me is the multi-universe. Yeah. Well, yeah. That they are able to... Traverse from dimension to dimension. Yeah, um, it makes a whole lot more sense than traveling all that distance. Which is kind of funny too, because that's what they say about Bigfoot is that he's an interdimensional traveler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and um, you know, yeah. As far as space goes, I think space is awesome to learn about. You know, but like you know, with the alien thing, it's it's. It's weird for me because, like I said, that's what's super scary about it is the fact that you really don't – you don't really have much control of it. Because, like, there's a really cool story <clears throat> about a guy um, that's – it's and it's well-known. It's documented. And it's happened um, to a guy named Fed, Frederick Val, Val, Valentic. So at 20 years old, Frederick was a pilot, a fighter pilot. On October 1978, while he was flying over the Bass Straits, which is just outside of Tasmania, he there would be something happen to him that would leave people like guessing and ha- scratching their heads forever. He went missing, basically, um, but he had some transmissions between him and air traffic control. He had told he had sent a, a message to air traffic control saying that there was something flying over top of him, and it was toying with him. He said it seemed like it was toying with him playing a game. So he they sent that out back and forth, and they were talking to um, to uh, air traffic control. And now he's a military pilot. This is all documented and everything, so you can look it up. Basically, he said the thing was toying with him and everything. And then the last thing he said before there was – no one's ever heard of him since was that he said whatever he saw wasn't an aircraft 
that he's ever seen. And then he's never been the, the plane, the jet, him never been found ever. Right. And he's a, you know, he's military, so he should know what's out there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fighter pilots, you know, I, it's just, um, so basically this guy just up and went missing. So if you go with the UFO thing, you know, you got to think about that. Like you're gone forever. Right. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. You're just stuck in it. If they want to keep you. You know, and this was also on Unsolved Mysteries, too. This case was on Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. So you can look it up on YouTube. I watched the Unsolved Mystery episode on it. You know, and then you got the people talking about probing and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, they tell, uh, there's a couple of types of aliens that are extraterrestrials. We want to be PC. <laughs> um, that, um, you know, people talk about that are more hostile i guess you would say or whatever right, right. um like the grays everybody's probably heard of the grays but they're gray skinned humanoids usually three to four feet tall bald with like black almond shaped eyes um no no nose just like slits just the nostrils right you know and um no ears they got like three or four fingers including their thumb uh, then you got like the reptilians that people talk about. Lizard people. The lizard people. You know. What kind um, Star Trek? Didn't he like that, to have sex? Yeah, that live underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, to believe it or not, the ones who are associated with the old anal probing is the little green men. The Martians. Little green Mars attacks. Yeah. They're the ones that are, are have a lot to do with, you know... The probing. probing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... Um, Let's probe this guy for questions. You know, and it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, they made some pretty good movies, mm. like we talked about. There are. There, there's know. been some great movies have come out. And uh, and then there's been some other ones. You know, Mars Attacks is a great movie. It's a fun funny, movie to really watch. Funny, really super funny. But then there's some others that are just really creepy. Creepy, man. You know? Yeah. The Fourth Kind. The fourth kind, yeah, with Mila Jovovich. The creepiest to me yeah. that I've seen so far, as far as uh, alien movies go. Mm-hmm. That movie was really, really good. Yeah, um, yeah. I tried to find that here recently, and and really odd, I couldn't find that movie anywhere. Yes, the aliens are on to us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why we had so many problems. It took us an hour and a half to get this thing going. Yeah, but we thought um, they were trying to stop us. <laughs> and you got signs. Government conspiracy. Yeah. Signs, which is another great one, mm. you know, yeah, as Mel far Gibson as and Joaquin Phoenix. Creepy movies go, you know, that was a really yeah. good one. Yeah. And, uh, Fire uh, in the Sky was a big one. Yeah. That was, you know, of course, based off a true story. Uh-huh. Um, you know, about some loggers in the woods that, you know, one of them happened to be abducted. And when he came back, he just wasn't the same person when he came back. Yeah. And, man, you know... <clears throat> Um, I, I've, I've, I've seen, I've seen one, one thing that really had that, like, and I was young, I was probably, oh, seven or eight, right? And, um, this happened up in, um, where I, where I at least live up in Winfield, Missouri. There's a straight stretch there. Uh, I can't remember if that's 60 or what that is or four, but anyway, it's right there down by the river bottoms. And, uh. Um, it was Halloween night, believe it or not, and we had just, you know, got done trick-or-treating and stuff, and, um, we were heading home. Well, it's this long, super long straight stretch, and, uh, 
there's probably five or six cars that pulled over on the side of the road because it's all flat farmland down there, you know? And um, there was a house in the center of this farmland. The guy owned it, you know, probably had two, three, four hundred acres. And it was all flat farmland. You can see his house dead center. It's October. There's no plants or nothing up, you know what I mean? And um, there was this thing hovering over his house. And there was like five cars behind us. All everybody was pulled over. Everybody was pulled over. So multiple people, multiple saw people this. seen it. I remember wow. that because we had a station wagon. And we were in the back of the station wagon. We never got out. Okay. But my dad and my older brother and his friend did. And they were standing there talking to the other people. And that thing was over the over the house out there. And then all of a sudden, it just was gone. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know the only experience I ever had and it was here recently we live in mid-Missouri so I was uh, driving down the highway and okay so you know where the uh, just before you get to 63 um, you know in Lowe's and all that uh-huh. stuff yep, yep. just just down from there there's uh, the there's, a little, there's a little uh, go-kart track. Yes. Right there on 44, yes, you know, yep, and it's yep. got the go-kart up on uh-huh. the thing. So anyway, I'm driving home one night. It was during the winter because usually when I come home from work, it, it's still light out. Well, it was dark this night, so it had to have been during the winter. And this was just a couple years ago that this happened to me. So I'm driving along, and in that area somewhere, I could see some lights in the sky. And... It's out the passenger side of my window, so I'm kind of leaning over trying to look out the window to see what it is, and all I can see is like this big black mass in the sky. It was it was really dark that night. All I could see was this big black mass in the sky, and there were like three sets of lights on this thing, and you would think, okay, it was probably an airplane or whatever. Well, it wasn't that high up in the air. I mean, it was just kind of hovering there. And I couldn't really see to, like, make form of it. It kind of looked like it was maybe triangular shaped. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was weird. I could see the sets of lights, and then I it was like a black void in between them. You yeah. know, so I know there had to have been something there. If this thing was, uh, you know, I, I don't know what it was. But it was probably the size of a football field. Wow. And it was... I I didn't pull over. There was a lot of traffic on the highway. I don't know if anybody else saw it or not. I really don't know what it was. Now, could it have been... Something from Fort... Yeah, Fort Wood. Uh, something from Fort Wood out there. Hell, it may have been a stealth bomber just sitting there, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know what it was. But it didn't look right. That's all yeah. I know. And yeah. that's the only thing I've ever seen. I, you know, like I said, I'm not, not a big UFO guy or anything. I've seen a lot of stuff in the sky, but... I, oh, I have too. You don't know. You dismiss we, a lot of it, you know. Yeah, we live... I mean, we like you said, we live out in the country kind of where, yeah. you know, we can see the stars pretty well. And, and we, you know, we live pretty close to the fort and yeah. we see jets a lot yeah. going by. You know, we hear sonic booms all the time because they're out, you know. It's crazy though because like I remember sitting with my buddy... On, we sit on, we always sit on the back porch and just chill out and talk, you know, especially during summertime. It's mm-hmm. real nice, you know, and we're just sitting there talking. And it happens all the time. Like, I'll see something and like, it's weird because it'll go, it'll like fade in real mm-hmm. bright and, yeah. then fade and then fade back out. out, Yeah, you know, as it yeah. goes across and then right. fades out into nothing, which 
who knows what it is? I don't know, you know, but yeah. like, um, could it be a meteor? You know, yeah. who, who knows? Yeah. I mean, there, there's really no telling. But as far as the aspect of it goes, you know, if you want to look into it, you know, there's a lot of creepy, creepy stories about aliens. And oh, yeah. Stuff like that. Well, what about, like, what about the people that, like, have stuff implanted in their bodies? Yeah. And they have no idea where it came from. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've read some stories about that where, you know, these people wake up in the morning and they've got some new scar on their arm or something and then come to find out they'll go to the doctor and have it x-rayed and there's something in there yeah you know yeah where the hell did that come from it's um it's crazy you know and like i said in that situation you don't know where it came from so guess what you have no idea what they did right so it's like you got no control and that's the main thing i mean i want people to think about that you know there was a oh what was their name there's a there's a couple and they're pretty famous in the um the extraterrestrial world or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, their name is Clayton and Donna Lee. Okay. And they've I had... I've heard their names before. Yeah, they've had a lot of abduction. Like, Clayton Lee had, like, a ton of, like, since he was a kid, like a child mm-hmm. child. But, um, you know, they've had several abductions in their life, they've said. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, what's scary about what Donna Lee is, she claims that the aliens took her fetus out of her body. That's trippy. So, I mean, as a, I mean, I'm not a mother, but all the mothers out there listening, or women listening, just think about that. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're having a baby and you're all happy, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, something comes and you have no idea what's going on. You wake up and your baby's gone out of your belly. Yeah, where'd it go? You know what I mean? If if you you know if you just open your mind up and you know just listen to people, uh, that that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. You know it. And that's another thing, you know, when we started talking about doing this episode, I started watching a few more things and paying a little more attention to some of the stuff I was watching. And uh, I ran across this guy, his name's George Knapp. He is a journalist and he's an older guy. I think he's in his 60s now or whatever, but he was a... an award-winning journalist, uh, worked for a few magazines, writing articles and you know, a few newspapers and stuff. And I think he was even an anchor man at one time, but he got into chasing UFOs about 20, 25 years ago. He had watching some of his stuff. If you ever get the chance, you should check him out. Um, you can find some of his videos and stuff on YouTube. Very smart guy, you know, but when you listen to him talk, he, you can tell he's not, not yeah. full of crap, you know. Yeah. I mean, he he's not saying he's not one of those guys that's saying, "Oh yeah, I've seen this and I've been abducted" or anything. He's not he's not like that. He's just been recounting the stories and stuff. He did a really big thing on the Skimwalker Ranch, which mm-hmm. we're going to do an entire episode on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but one of the things that the reason why I brought him up is these. Uh, if these aliens are abducting people, they're not, they're not really hurting them. When you get into aspects of say Skimwalker ranch, okay. Mm -hmm. You hear all the time about cattle mutilations and Uh stuff like that. Well, they're not coming here and mutilating people. You know, you never hear about people mutilations, you know, in these, in these alien Uh instances. Uh Okay. Um, you know, Skimwalker ranch, there were numerous, Animals, you know, cattle that had been mutilated. They were even 
They were even finding cats and dogs and skunks and just other kinds of animals that were mutilated. And what was interesting about that place was all these mutilated corpses that they found on the farm, there was no blood. Yeah, yeah. It's like either either something happened and mutilated these things with surgical precision and yeah. collected all the blood yeah. there on the spot, or they were taken somewhere else, mutilated, and then brought back. Yeah, it, yeah. It's uh, why would a human do that? And a lot of the a lot of the stuff they were talking about on that, and this was George Knapp talking about it, is humans couldn't have done the precision work that was done with these animals. Yeah, especially that. I know there's stories of, like, there's not a whole lot of time, like, on the Skinwalker Ranch. Like, the guy's like, yeah, I was right there. And then maybe in uh, maybe in the 10 minutes' time, mm-hmm. I was there. And it was the cow i just seen was like this, completely. Yeah, yeah. there know. was a really cool story in there about uh, the people that own the ranch. Um, and we're talking about a 500-acre ranch mm-hmm. in Utah. Um, if you haven't heard about it, you might go and look it up, but we're going to do a whole episode on it and get really in depth with it. Cause it's very interesting, a lot more stuff going on there than just UFO stuff. But anyway, the owner, they had this, uh, this, I, I want to say a trailer, but it was more like a shed mm-hmm. that they had. Um, he had these four bulls that were very expensive bulls and, his wife and him had to go on the other side of the farm and they were leaving these bulls there and they'd already had a bunch of stuff happen. Some animals go missing or whatever. And, uh, he told his wife on the way over there, uh, that, you know, Hey, I would hate it if something would ever happen to these bulls because it may put us under because we've spent so much money on them. They were gone for a half hour, came back and these bulls are gone. All four of these bulls. They end up finding all four of these bulls still alive, jam-packed like sardines inside the shed. Yeah, He's like, there is no way these bulls could have gotten in there on their own. They wouldn't have. He said, and for somebody to actually put them in there would have taken a lot longer than a half hour. And a lot more than one person. And a lot more than one person. You know, and we're talking about bulls we're not talking cows that yeah. are you know cows can be mean but bulls are vicious sometimes. well not only that heavy yes oh yeah very heavy i mean dude yeah it's gonna take a lot know. more what's a, what's a bull weigh probably 25 20 2500 pounds uh, yeah that's what 15, i was thinking 20, 1500 1500 to 2000 pounds yeah, i don't know i'm not a farmer so I, i'm a metalhead yeah <laughs> but yeah man i mean yeah so like i said it's um it's just an aspect of it that's um you know, you. For me, that's what's more creepy is that you know, one second you're there, one second you're not, right? And you got no right. control. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, what happened to you? Yeah, what what happens to you? So um, it's like, uh, it, 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 that to me is scarier than putting your like putting yourself into because I don't get really get scared of paranormal stuff. I could walk right. into a haunted place right. and be cool, but I'm putting myself there. Yeah. You know, I got control. I can leave when I want. But I think people, if they really stop and think about it, will see how creepy that is, you know, just not having. um, So, you know, uh, let's. Let's talk about the government for a minute, okay? <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. Well, no. No, I got you. I got no, you. No, no. Uh, what I want to talk about is, let, let's talk about the, the famous 
let's talk about Roswell and Area 51. Here recently, Area 51, the government has finally, within the past, I think it's five or six years, have finally, you know... Said it's there. Yeah. They finally acknowledged that Area 51 does exist. Yeah. Now, they won't tell you what's there. Or what's for, yeah. Uh, I did watch a little story on that, that the reason why... Okay, so that is part of a part of a base there. Okay, yep. and it's it's set up in different areas. Well, Area Fifty One is one of the biggest areas there. Okay, it's the when you look at it on a map, it's plotted out and it's the biggest area. Yeah, you know, out of the other fifty something areas they have, Area Fifty One is the biggest plot of land. Well, Area Fifty One, the military used that area to test fly uh-huh. planes. And they also used it for bombing exercises. Yeah, I was going to say, they did a lot of nuclear tests and stuff Um, out in that area. So, what interests me so much about it is, is why did they want to hide Area 51 so much from the public? Why did they not want us to know about it? Yeah, I mean... What's going on there? I mean, if... I know the military is a top-secret entity. I know that, okay? If... If it truly is just for military purposes, why didn't they just tell the public it's top secret military, military base? Yeah, um, you well, know, you know, instead of actually denying that it exists, existed for over seventy years. Yeah, and you know, like you said, I know they're secretive and stuff. I got a lot of family that's in the military and stuff, and I got some friends that are deep in the military and the government. You know, yeah, and um. Mm-hmm. That retired now, but they were deep in it. But you know, they do a lot of things because a, like you said, they got to keep it under wraps because of they don't want to. I mean, think about it. When that first happened, you know, would how are they going to tell the United States citizens that hey, we're testing nuclear bombs on our soil? Right. Oh, you yeah. know. Yeah. But now. I, I get that. Oh no, but that. for me now now that I I, I, I get look, that. But that, they said for years it didn't even exist. Yes, that's the other half. <laughs> yeah. The other half of the other half for me is the way I look at everything. I look at everything with common sense and ask all questions. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like okay, well that's fine if that's the case. Then why didn't you guys like you said? Why didn't you guys just say hey, top secret military stuff? We're making, you know, there's planes, there's stuff we're doing. We can't let no one know about blah, blah, blah. You know, the public would have accepted that. But then again, it would have gotten out all over the world. But then you got uh, got United States military is working on top secret. uh, Yeah. Planes or whatever, you know, aircraft, um, which is fine. But then, you know, there's a lot of people who worked. Here's what gets me. You'll get these what they call whistleblowers, right? <laughs> and then they say these whistleblowers are proven to be in the military. Let's just say they're scientists. Mm-hmm. The government hired them because they are the best of the best, and they believe in them. They 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 go by their science. They believe in them. They're the best of the best. But if one of them comes out and says, "Look," This is what we have. Oh, he's a kook. He's a crack. We don't know. He's just, he's crazy. Um, yeah, he just don't know what he's talking about. He's a he's a crazy guy. Okay, but you hired him for 15, 20 years because mm-hmm. he was the brightest, best and the brightest. 
Right. They're so quick to throw people away, and people just overlook. I I look at everything with common sense. I ask all questions. You know what I mean? And they're just so quick to dis dismiss these people who, for years, were their top scientists. But then it comes out. Oh yeah, later on. Oh no, he was a crack. He was an alcoholic. He uh, did this. He yeah. did that. Bob. Yeah. So you know. It goes both ways. Well, and a, some of these people disappear. A lot of them. Yeah. And that's another thing. People are like, oh, well, if there's really this, then how come there's people that don't come out? There are people that come out and talk about it. They either A, die, yeah. or B, just disappear in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and right. no one knows or ever right. sees them again. Right. Happens all the time. And I'm not trying to start a conspiracy argument here. Oh, no, 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 just, no, yeah. I can have are, a whole These are interesting aspects of, you know, our government, why, you know, why they're but doing But something this. cool uh, that, that you need to look at, too, is oh look my how... God, we're going to... Get visited by the men in black. Here. Look how far our technology jumped from the nineteen, let's say forty-seven to fifty to now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look how much stuff came out after just after the fifties, mm-hmm. and just boom, boom, did, boom. Did something actually land there, and somehow we reverse engineered it? And yeah, because think about it, man. I know that America is a melting pot, and we have all kinds of people that come over here to live and do that, this and that, and stuff, but. Look how far advanced we are compared to almost every other nation in the world. Well, some of them. I mean... But look how young we are. Yeah. We're only 300 years old. Yeah. As far as a country goes. And look at the jump from technology from the 50s to now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Reverse engineering, all that stuff they talk about. So, right. you know. Okay, so while we're talking about this... yeah. I just want to mention the president, okay? No, I'm not talking about Donald Trump or Obama or any specific president. The office of the president. The office of the president, okay? So imagine that you're elected president and then you're handed all this information that you've got to keep yeah, secret. secret. Or, you know, you can't tell anybody about, you know? Um it, we've all seen on TV, you know, all these files that come out, you know, and there'll be lines blacked out in them and stuff. Well, the president gets to see all of that. Redacted. So, redacted. redacted. That's a good word there, buddy. That's what they are. Good re- word. Redacted forms. <laughs> so, I, I just find it, you know, concerning but interesting, you know, that they they have all this information and they know... Yeah. They know what's going on, but they don't want to tell the public. Now, why do they not want to tell the public? Uh, a lot of that's probably got to do with they don't want to create a panic. Mass hysteria, yeah. Uh, you know, because um, we all know how that goes. You know, one person thinks one thing, but they tell somebody else, and then they tell somebody else, and then all of a sudden it bleeds through to, oh, my God, the sky is falling. Yeah. Chicken little. Okay? Yeah. Um, it just causes mass hysteria. You know, so I can really see them wanting to keep that quiet. Yeah, and the whole flat earth, you know they're keeping flat earth quiet. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the funniest things I've seen is uh, from the Flat Earth Society that says they have members all around the globe. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I love everybody, yeah. guys. If you're flat earther, it's cool, whatever. Everybody believe what you want, yeah. I don't care, really. Yeah, everybody has their own beliefs, but I really... I'm, I'm here to tell you the earth is not flat. I think it's in the hexagon. <laughs> <laughs> it may be. I, it's definitely in trouble. But yeah, you know, you're right, though. It's like, I, I bet whenever, because it would be the first thing, if I come president, the first time I'm asking, where's the aliens? 
Yeah. Where the yeah. body's at, you know? And I'm sure what happens is, like with any president, you get in there and they say, okay, take you in the room and say, okay, this is what's going on and this is what's really going to happen. Right. You know, I don't think the presidency had, had, the president has that much – doesn't have as much power as you think. As most people think he does. Mostly right. a figurehead. Right. But – uh, or a scapegoat or whatever they want to do with a person, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I, the scapegoat's pretty good. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know, know what I mean? Because, I mean, um, uh, you know, if 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 the, you know, Congress or the Senate or Freemasons or whoever the hell is controlling everything, the Illuminati, whatever – yeah, um, the the president's the one that's going to take the fall for it. Yeah, you know, and um, as far as aliens go, guys, you know, we won't get too much more into the scientific stuff of it, but it's actually pretty cool if you want to look into it, or if you guys want us to, let us know, give us some feedback, and we'll yeah, we'll yeah, talk about whatever. Sure. Really, yeah. we love talking about horror, paranormal, all that stuff, but we'll yeah. talk about whatever. Yeah, know? this just kind of came up. Just you know, we were just kind of bullshitting one day and said, oh, you know, well, let's. Let's talk about aliens and yeah, because you know, there's some creepy aspects to it. There, which, there are, in which to me are. is the major thing. You know, that's the one thing that does creep me you out. Know, and, and we did tell you people that we're going to talk about all kinds of different stuff. So yeah, so I mean, but um, you know, look into it because there's actually a lot of cool stuff. You know, as Eddie Bravo would say, I don't know if you know mm-hmm. Eddie Bravo is, but Eddie Bravo would say, look I know into who Johnny it. Bravo. Is. Look into it, man. Eddie Bravo is a cool. He's a tent plant jujitsu. Right on. He's a freaking hardcore conspiracy theorist mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, some uh, say he's a flat earther, but I think he just kind of yeah. like the. If you have any interest on the subject at all, there's some really cool people out there that you can listen to. The George Knapp guy is mm-hmm. is, is you know, and he's very easy to listen to. Um, pretty informative. Uh, it's pretty cool. I just watched a thing with him. It was like a two hour. Um, it wasn't really a Q and A. It was a presentation that he yeah. was doing at a UFO conference in Oregon last yep. year. Um, pretty pretty neat stuff. He talked a lot about Skimwalker Ranch because um, yeah. he has. That, that's probably the thing that he's done the most research on. You know. Yeah, it's and that that place is cool. Like I said, we're gonna do a whole episode on that. Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. that's a really cool place. Uh, At least it's got a lot of cool stories. Too. You know, and if you're if you're interested, I know I gave you a little little breakdown about science. I I am not a scientist by no means, and I don't know everything. But, you know, I, I have an interest in it. So, Neil deGrasse Tyson is another one. Mm-hmm. He's probably one of the most famous astrophysicists, yeah. you know, on the planet. Um, guy is very smart, and he's very fun to listen to. Um, he did a great uh, series called Cosmos, which yeah. was actually a, a reboot from the old Cosmos, which was uh, back in the 70s, late 70s, early 80s, I think it was. Um Anyway, cool series. Uh, they they ended up taking it off the air for some reason. I don't I don't know why. Yeah. But. but yeah, I mean you know this. I mean just open up your mind a little bit as far as horror, the hardcore horror fans go. You know, just open your mind. I mean, yeah. watch the movie The Fourth Kind. It's creepy, dude. Yeah, super creepy. Sure. That movie sure. is super super. Uh, creepy. Another one uh, that's came out here recently and it's got the uh, Carrie Russell girl. In it is uh, Dark Skies. Yeah, Dark Fantastic Skies, dude. Movie. That's a great movie. Fantastic. Yeah, that's another one. That's a really good movie. Yeah. Um. um so yeah, yeah it, this just try to open up your mind a little bit if you if you're. It, it's a strange subject. It really is, and we just kind of wanted to throw something out there. And... Yeah, we'll talk about everything. We don't care. Yeah. But we like to keep yeah. it around. We try to bring the if if we're going to talk about something, we try to talk about the creepy aspect of it. Yeah. And to me, yeah. like I said, I'm not worried. I'm not scared of any of that paranormal stuff. Like I love it. It gives me adrenaline. Mm-hmm. 
but not having control of my situation and not being able to stop whatever's trying to do something to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that's beyond creepy to me. Contro- uh, loss of control is one of the biggest fears for most people. Exactly. So, you know, just open up your mind a little bit. And, um, I mean, I'm afraid of spiders, but, you know, that's, that's yeah. another story. <laughs> I'm afraid of my wife. I'm afraid of your <laughs> wife, too. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, just open up your mind, folks. Just kind of try to see that. I like to try to find the creepy in everything, so. Yeah. You know, there's a little aspect of it. Because he's a creepy bastard. I'm a creepy fuck. <laughs> but anyway, guys, anyway. I, I think we're going to um, call this one a little shorter than usual just because it's, you know, not really our forte. But No, it's not. I mean, we, you know, we rambled on about some, some stuff and, yeah. You know, new year, new us. We're going to plan on a lot of good things this year, guys. We're, we're really pushing. We're working hard, yeah. you know. We got full-time jobs. We Yeah, sorry the episodes haven't been coming out. You know, we've... The last couple w- weeks. Yeah, we've actually skipped a couple weeks. We've both been bit- been really busy and just, you know, we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do. We wanted to start our new year fresh and put out a decent episode. But and- we're going to promise we're going to be consistent. You guys, yeah. you know, we've been oh, yeah. consistent pretty much. We're just... um. Yeah, there's going to be some changes for us in the new year. We're yeah. looking at new equipment and new. Uh, I don't know what you uh, ho- you know a new host for the podcast. Some and, new frontiers we're going to be know, pushing on. So um, we're just trying to help you guys out by giving you some good stuff to listen to. You know, we're going to try our hardest and um, hopefully be able to do some other things you guys will enjoy too. So, yeah. but uh, I think that's going to be it, everyone. So until next time. Keep it creepy.